0: Unequivocally, definitively, absolutely, Bob Melvin needs to go. That's what you want us to say tonight. John and Jim with you on the wrap up show. Unequivocally, definitively, absolutely, Bob Melvin has to go based on what happened and transpired tonight in San Francisco. That's what you want us to say tonight, right? We're not going to. John and Jim with you on the wrap up show. Please subscribe if you are here. Padres lose an absolute heartbreaker. There's plenty of blame to go around, including to Bob Melvin. Padres lose in extras to the Giants, had a 4 0 lead, had a 4 2 lead in the ninth, had a chance at the top of the 10th, lose the game. Subscribe if you're here, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. We see the Supers. We're going to get to all the Supers. Appreciate the support of the Supers. Get your Supers in right now. We'll get to all of the Supers tonight. Click the dollar sign. Below the chat box, you're frustrated, we're frustrated, you should be frustrated. If you want to join, by the way, click the join button down below, get the emojis, and get the badges. Uh, Jim, listen. Hater, Martinez, Wilson, down. Puts you in a tough spot heading in. I talked about it all night last night. I don't even know if you were here when I talked about that. I said, it's tricky. You were here when we talked about that. I said, tomorrow's going to be tricky. You watch. And they didn't add on to their lead. And... Tim Hill was really good in the seventh and eighth inning. And then Bob Melvin had a decision to make. And we're going to get into that probably for most of this night. Um, but they didn't have their top three relievers available. They lose the game 7-4. And it's a game they're going to wish they could
1: have back. So we did not have a show today, John and Jim, on the radio. So I went golfing and I was driving back and I was thinking to myself, you know, okay, no Hater, no Martinez, and no, um, who else? Wilson. Uh, Wilson. I thought to myself, yeah, tonight feels like a schedule. One of those like scheduled losses. You don't really yeah. see those many in baseball, but you see them all the time in basketball, basketball, back you know, to back, uh, double headers, you know, uh, you know, second game of back to back. It's like, this is a scheduled loss. That team we're playing has, has had three days of rest. We're just coming off a back to back travel. This is probably a scheduled loss. And it felt like a scheduled loss going into tonight's game, and then all the way up until the ninth inning, it I didn't feel like that until Garcia walked the first batter of the night of of his outing. The second that Luis Garcia threw four straight balls, I was like, "Here we go." There's here's where the scheduled loss comes into play. Hmm. And thinking of myself too, as the giant, as you know, the Giants are kind of you know chipping away at this. Right? It's four one. Yeah, four two. Padres still can't get with a hit with runners in scoring position. They went one for seven tonight. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, this is going to be a problem because they needed to win tonight's game. Seven, two <laughs> or, or six, two, you know, or five, one, they they needed to have a blowout win and they were on their way to do that. They were definitely on their way to doing that tonight, but then they, the offense went stagnant again and they could not get another run in. So for me, how this transpired in the ninth inning. That's who Bob Melvin is. And if you are the person out there, and there's probably a lot, and I put in the chat as well, who do you blame for tonight's loss? Bob Melvin or Luis Garcia? And so vote there right now, we have, I mean, shoot, right now, we have over 130 votes. Right now, 61% say Bob Melvin is tonight, uh, who they blame for tonight. I think that, when and you made you you tweeted it out when they put up i think it was Austin Slater against Tim Hill who yep. was, who had threw two great innings through 19 pitches he was not going to throw a third inning he just wasn't especially when you put up a righty against against him This wasn't the case and for a guy who was such a big important piece to your team last year in Luis Garcia he was the A team he he just i mean how many times in the postseason did he have amazing outing after amazing outing It was like Garcia, Suarez, hater. Boom, boom, boom. So Bob Melvin, his thinking is, we need to get this guy back on track, you know, and another opportunity. You're probably not going to see Luis Garcia in uh, this type of opportunity for a long time. Rightfully so. He should not be in this opportunity for a long time because he blew it. He had an opportunity against Colorado. He blew it. He he had an opportunity against tonight, against the Giants. He blew it. So, you know, two strikes, you know, three strikes, you're out. But in this case, two strikes, you're out. You're not going to see Luis Garcia for a long time, rightfully so. Okay, a couple of things. A couple of things. Um, I mean, so I blame this Garcia. <laughs> what's that? I said, so I blame Garcia.
0: A couple of things. This kind of boils down to, we're going to get to all the supers. Thank you, guys. This boils down to a decision that the Giants make to start the ninth inning by pinch hitting Austin Slater, as you just alluded to. At that point, Bob Melvin has a decision. I, I think Tim Hill stays in the game if he doesn't pinch hit. Probably, yeah. Okay? You could argue you got out manager right there. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't actually think that there was no scenario where Tim Hill goes three, but I do think it's a very convenient way to get him out of the game because he hasn't thrown more than two innings in forever. You go look it up. I have no clue when it was. It's at least 2021. I looked at 2022 and 2023. He hasn't gone more than two innings. So go tell me the last time he threw three innings. It's not like this is something he does. He's never been that guy not that viewpoint. So now you could argue, well, who cares if he pinched at Slater? you got a two-run lead, and the batter in the on-deck circle is a lefty. But he would be the tying run, and Slater has killed the ball this year. Um, So maybe he gets outmaneuvered right there. Now, that alone, that one move alone, is that the difference between winning and losing? It absolutely can be. But to your point, could the Padres have put themselves in a better position Heading into that inning, could they have led by more than two? Should he have gone to Luis Garcia in the seventh inning if he's trying to get him right? Yeah. going to him in the seventh inning, not the ninth inning. Right. So I think you the first time you, you put the game up in the air is right there. And, and I understand the criticism there. I really do. With all that being said,
1: Garcia's got to be better than that. We just, that was pathetic. That was just uh, – that was that – was uh, He's completely lost. He is so far gone right now. I don't know how they can – put him in another meaningful situation well
0: here's the thing though but this is an extender. this is why i said last night when you're in a game without hater wilson and martinez by the way not on bob melvin that's what the piece of paper said going into the game they will not throw yeah. okay now you can now bob melvin said we need another righty down there he said that post game
1: he's like we need another reliable righty in the bullpen like he literally said that do you think do you think preller will actually know what's going on instead of scouting some 12 year old kid in like louisiana in, like, Camden. Um, Well, here's the other thing, though. It's like you could be critical of
0: Melvin going to Garcia, or you could be critical of Preller having Garcia on the roster. If Garcia's on the roster and you got three guys down, you're telling me you can't go to him? Garcia's on the roster, you got three guys down, and you can't go to him there? And by the way, hindsight's not always 20-20. Tim Hill stays in the game. We have no clue what happens. We have absolutely no clue what happens. Slater can reach, next guy can reach. We have no clue what happens. It's very easy to say, well, 19 pitches, six up, six down. you got to just use your eyes. So, listen, Bob Melvin's going nowhere based on this. I can assure you. And by the way, Luis Garcia is going nowhere based on this. I can assure you. Everyone get up in arms about it.
1: Luis Garcia will be on the active roster tomorrow. They're not, they're not putting him down to El Paso. They're not DFAing him. They're not doing that. Uh, uh, like, yes, does everyone have to take blame for this? Absolutely. Does is Mo- is Melvin just, like, doesn't get any blame for this tonight? Of course he does. I but- think he gets actually a lot of blame. No, I do. I, I 100% agree. Um, but also, I'm looking at this, too. They had, again, you know, for, you know, hey, they need pitching at the deadline. Their main problem was not pitching. Luis Garcia was is like the rotten egg of the bunch. The bullpen has been amazing this year. Now, granted, the three guys that have been amazing this year were all down today, but all in all, the bullpen has been really good this season. The main thing continues to be the main thing, and they can't hit with runners in scoring position. You had an opportunity in the 10th inning. And you had opportunities way earlier in that That's game right. to extend that lead and, and and make it so that it wasn't a safe situation in the ninth inning, and you didn't do that. So again, one for seven with runners in scoring position, and you have multiple opportunities in extra innings to get the lead or it you know, expand your lead early in the game and you don't do it and then, yeah. then you and then the team is forced to put it, then, then the team is in this situation because of that because they still can't hit worth runners in a scoring position. yeah, that's a bit
0: Let, let's run through some supers guys. if you're here, subscribe all right, I get the frustration, so does Jim. Um, I understand the blame on Bob Melvin and what I started the show by saying I believe is he's not being fired. you know I know a lot of people are Going to say Firebomb Melvin. He's not going anywhere. He's not going this can happen again tomorrow night. He's not going anywhere. Okay. So just get that, get that into your heads. Listen, does he leave something to be desired with the usage of his bullpen? Yes. Can he be overly trustworthy with his players? Yes. And does this happen? Yes. And yes. by the way, does this happen to managers that actually um you know make the right chess moves? Yeah, that can happen as well. It's not like you know, Gabe kapler has been invincible as a manager he hasn't he's received criticism as well if you follow the giants the last couple of years but they're ro- they're rolling and this is a big time of the season right now for the Padres uh Juan Soto walks thank you for the super we're gonna roll through these right now get them in uh click the dollar sign below the chat box thank you for your support of the channel there's a lot to get to he says after listening to Bob's presser he needs to go I listened to the entire thing you know I disagree with a lot of things he said but at the end of the day Jim he's not
1: going anywhere we agree right He's just, he's not going anywhere unless you want to nuke this season. Like, unless you want to literally drop an atomic bomb on this season. Right. You're not firing Bob Melvin. I mean, it just, who, who, okay, then guess what's going to happen? You're going to have Ryan Flaherty take over as the interim manager for the rest of the season. And guess who is going to be making all the decisions for Ryan Flaherty? Exactly. At least Bob Melvin has a voice of his own whether it's agreed upon or not with him in the front office, which I kindly, frankly, believe that it's really not, um, then you're going to get a mouthpiece for Preller, and that will be Ryan Flaherty. So if you really want to fire Bob Melvin this year, sure, go for it. Who is another option that you're going to have besides him?
0: There is no scenario where he's going to be fired. 619 Cam, thank you for your membership. Thank you for the super chat. He says, even my mom knew the game was over when Garcia came in. This is on Bo Mel, and why not anyone else? What an awful start to this series F. Um, I'm fine with putting a majority of the blame on Bob Melvin. I absolutely am. By the way, it, Bob Melvin's not going to be perfect. There's 162 games. And you're going to say you're a Bob Melvin apologist, Jimmy You're a Bob Melvin apologist. I haven't even looked at the chat. I'm just looking at the supers. And then go watch back the shows last year in the regular season of the postseason and listen to the criticism we levied on Bob Melvin. Haters I'm not throwing three straight days. Martinez isn't throwing three straight days. And Wilson's not throwing three straight days. And Bob Melvin's far from a perfect in-game manager. We've said it a lot. And this may have cost you here tonight. Again, is it going to be the difference between you know winning the World Series or not this year? We'll find out. I mean, is this game going to be the difference between getting into the postseason or not or winning this division or not? It's all a possibility. But mm-hmm. y- just because Bob Melvin is ultimately accountable, that's the way most Padres fans see it right now for this loss, doesn't mean Bob Melvin – you know, it's going to go and Ruben the Abel is managing tomorrow. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense.
1: It just doesn't. And we said this on Friday on John and Jim and also on Sunday night, uh, remaining schedule for this month, tiny sample size, right? Got to keep it tiny with these guys, 17 and 10. That's the, I feel like the mark that they have to get this month. You still can go two and two versus the giants here. You win two or three versus Washington over the weekend. You take two or three from Pittsburgh on Pittsburgh, and you win the first game in Cincinnati the final day of the month. Boom, you're 17 and 10. It's just, it, it's much worse tonight because tonight you had the game won. Yeah, against
0: a team that, that had one seven hottest, straight. Yeah, and like, and exactly. if you're trying he to play really a good series. baseball. If you're trying to split a series on the road, and I'm with you, this is one of those like uh, scheduled losses, so to speak, but not when you lead 4 nothing and Juan Soto homers two times. You can't lose right. when one Soto homers exactly. two times. You, you just can't, can't. do that. Uh, Brady, you thank you really so well much. Again. Thank you for the amazing. generous super. Uh, let's you. roll through these. Melvin needs to go. We win the game. Clevenger pitched, and who knows if we're a World Series champion. Seeing it again this year with the latest Darvish moving, Garcia with Game on the Line tonight. He holds his best hand for the next game. Well, I don't think he's holding his best hand tonight for tomorrow. What's his best hand, Josh Hader? He's unavailable. There's a piece yeah. of paper and he's blacked out on it. Nick Martinez? Not available. Steven Wilson? Not available. Not available. They're not using it. And he was asked point blank post game if you watched it, like at what point in the season would you consider going to one of these guys for a third consecutive day? And he said, listen, they've thrown a lot. Mm-hmm. They threw a lot of pitches. It wasn't easy workloads the last couple of days. So he wasn't willing to entertain that. And that's not a decision he's making. That's not Bob Melvin's decision. If anything, it's the pitching coach's decision. It's certainly not Bob Melvin's decision. It's the front office's decision not to pitch those
1: guys tonight. Like, like here's is. here's something that Talking Friars is good for. <laughs> here's the last two days the pitch counts for Hader, Wilson, and Martinez. Okay. Hader yesterday pitched 12 pitches, and the, day, the previous day pitched 19. So that's 31. So not a lot. Wilson. 29 yesterday 13 yeah no chance at hell no chance nick martinez 24 yesterday no chance and only seven the previous day. so maybe
0: still i'd say 30 of course you could pitch a third straight day they won't do it 40 they're not gonna do it they're not doing it if you've thrown 40 pitches the last two days in separate outings you're not gonna throw a third day i mean Mm -hmm. you will in the postseason but you're not going to do it right now, uh, Elliot. Thank you. He says bullpen has a Suarez-sized hole. It's an excellent point. It's an excellent point, but it is what it is. Uh, Hater should be able to go three in a row. Tim was dealing, but leaving him in isn't without ri- uh, risk. Hindsight's twenty-twenty. I mean, that's my two cents. I still would leave him in. I think you're taking less blame if you leave Tim Hill in the game in that spot than if you go to Luis Garcia, who has struggled. So I, I do understand that point. I really do. Hater should be able to go three in a row though has nothing to do with bob melvin i mean i kind of i have a, That's a, a hater issue but i don't think he's gonna go three in a row in june i mean i hope he might go three in a row
1: in september if you need him yeah, yeah he's not he's not going three in a row in june I, I agree with you keep in tim hill regardless of matchup and if tim hill gives up a single or whatever to austin slater i think it was a yeah. pinch hitting then you take him out but Uh, But then a lefty's on deck and that's where you get in a little bit of a tough spot. So you're going to be lured into keeping him in, keeping him in the game. Right. So you're kind of damned. If you do damned if you don't Um, hindsight's the best thing in the world and hindsight was to just not go to Garcia there. I mean, anybody else, Honeywell, anybody, right. Anybody else, but Garcia there, or you switch it around and you put Garcia hope, you know, before Hill and try to get, a couple outs from him, and then you have Hill to finish off the game. But, you know, all in all, it just it, it was a win that was right there that was once again taken away from you, and they've had too many of these this season, and a season now that you can't say it's early anymore, and a season now that you are uh, four games back of a wild card spot and the division feels like every single day with these type of crushing losses gets further and further away from you
0: yeah no i forget about the division I, I just i don't see it i just i, I just don't see if there's too many teams in front of you forget about the distance there's just too many teams and to your point about the wild card it will not be easy they'll have to play good baseball not that it, it's far from i mean it's far from there's a zillion games left but like they're gonna have to play well and they'll still be in a bit of a dogfight if anyone else puts together a good second half because you're you're vying with like three four five teams even to get in so you know you've played 72 games. You have 90 games left. I mean, here's the team. Unless you're going 60 and 30, unless you're going 60 and 30, you're going to be fighting for this thing
1: for a while. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, these teams that I'm about to name off right here, this ain't going to be easy, guys. Um, uh, The Dodgers, the Phillies, Milwaukee, San Francisco, and Miami. Now, Miami is a team you're like, well, but they've been playing really good baseball and credit to them and Skip Schumacher. Giants, I just feel like they're always going to be this, like, annoying team, right? Dodgers, they're not going anywhere. Philadelphia, they've won six in a row. They've turned their ship around at the exact time they did last year when they were struggling, and then now they're hot. Did uh, you have even mention the New York Mets are one game behind the, the
0: Padres? you think the Mets with their ownership group are going to punt on a season? No chance nope. in hell. No chance in
1: hell. So if the Cardinals ever figure it out, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just uh, you're, you're dealing with – Um, a situation here that you put yourself in where it is going to be a fucking dogfight to get in this thing. And this ain't guaranteed by any stretch of the imagination. No, I mean, look at it
0: this way. I mean, if they close 50 and 40, they'll have 85 wins and they'll likely be out. So they need to play better than 50 and 40 in their last 90 games. We just haven't seen a reason to believe that they're capable of doing that just based on watching this team for the last three months. Vector, thank you. He says, honestly, got NLCS flashbacks from that rough. No, no, I agree agree with that. I mean, if this was a postseason game, I would have pulled my hair out. It's not a postseason game. You would never have your top three relievers down. So that's what it is. I mean, just know that going in. It's not a postseason game. They have their top three relievers down. Mm. And that's a big reason why they lost the game because yeah. they were unable to turn to guys that are more dependable than Luis Garcia. Rocket, thank you. Says, in my opinion, you can't blame this loss too much on Bommel. There wasn't a single guy in that pen in the ninth that could have won that game, just how it is. I mean, that, that's the thing. It's not like you're asking Tim Hill to do that. Right. Carlton. I mean, Kerr. These aren't the guys that are pitching in that spot. They're also, just not.
1: I, I don't know. Like, call me crazy, but hey, hey, Manny and Bogarts. Come through in the tenth, maybe come through. And I I mean, Camilo Duvall is one of the nastiest pitchers in the game. I'm not saying like, oh, lay this off stuff that. Is filthy. He's throwing lay, like one of three. Yeah, like, like, oh, Manny, lay off that 103 mile hour sweeping slider across the plate. Like, what are you doing? You're an idiot. Like, I'm not saying that at all. It's it was. I, I mean, Manny Machado probably. I mean, he even looked at Duvall as he's walking up right. the field, smiling like, holy shit. Yeah, that's tough. So it's not the like, you're not getting a, a hit off of a rando, um, but at this other time on the other edge and you know, the side of this is those are your two top guys in your three, four hole. You got runners at second and third. Got to come through. Yeah. But this is also a classic example where like they're
0: throwing their freaking closer and you're true throwing that. Ray Kerr.
1: Right. It's not even close. Like there's no, I mean, you, the yeah, second I know, I the game's tied up,
0: you lost the game. Unfortunately. Yes.
1: Oh, it totally, but it, yeah, but still it's like, I think both are true. Deval is nasty as fuck. But it's also, oh, you got yeah. Machado and, and Xander Bogarts. It's not like, yeah. it's, not like it's Odor I and Kim up there. I agree.
0: Uh, let's get to our buddy Carlos. Carlos, good to have you here. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for the tickets again, Friday night. Great to hang out with you at Petco Park on Friday. Uh, he says, I won't hear about any other culprit behind, uh, besides Bo Melton. I love this. <laughs> he was texting uh, me. Out. I love Garcia's it. Garcia's been Come horrible and high leverage all year. Putting him out there was so predictable. My whole family went ape sheet <laughs> before the, the first shit. pitch. I mean... I understand it, and it's the three batter minimum. And once someone's off, they're really off, and it's a two run game. Um, so I understand it. I mean, with the benefit of hindsight, even with listen, he got out. Chess moved in the ninth inning by Gabe Kapler, who pinch hit Austin Slater, who by the way was burned, who didn't even appear on the game. I know that's what because, I thought. I'm like wait, Austin Slater never no, hit because then they went to Garcia, so they just burned right through him, and then Garcia walked the first batter he faced. So that's. National League style managing. That is, you know, the importance of in game decision making. It doesn't always pay off. You can do that 100 times. It might work one time. And it worked tonight because the Padres bullpen was in a bad spot and they took advantage of, you know, a trigger happy Bob Melvin maybe in yanking Tim Hill a batter yeah, too soon.
1: If, if they, and I'm looking big picture here now, if they don't make the postseason, then yeah. Uh, everybody's to blame here, Melvin included. There's nobody that is without blame. But I also have to put as as of right now, this this team and the players on the field with the most blame, because if they could just fucking get uh, uh, their average up to two thirty with runners in scoring position, then we peop, we wouldn't be talking about, or not us talking about, but like people in the chat and on social media saying fire Bob Melvin. I completely agree, Jim. But I'll be the first to
0: say, despite everything, it's 4-2 in the ninth. You know what yeah. I mean? like, Yeah, I know. You, you get that, and you're right. It could have been 9-2 in the ninth. You're right. It could have well, been 5-2. I'm, I'm talking about the whole season. I, I know. Whole. No, I, I agree. And I don't think I don't think Melvin is accountable for a lot of bullpen. I don't think there's been a lot of bullpen meltdowns. I mean, the staff ERA is like
1: top five in baseball. And is Bob Melvin, is it his fault that the team can't hit with runners in a scoring position?
0: No, I don't think so. But listen, if if there's a game you're going to put on Bob Melvin this year, it's this game. And okay, with that being yeah. said, I still think there's an asterisk because he couldn't – This is simple math if Josh Hader's available. This is simple math if Nick anything. Martinez is available, you know? No
1: fucking choice, and he made the wrong one. He he, he made had, the
0: wrong choice of bad choices. And you can say, well, right. Tim
1: Miller, that's not a bad choice. Okay,
0: he had gone six up and six down. But, I mean, that doesn't – guarantee The past doesn't predict the future.
1: Yeah, he just – He had a handful of guys that were available tonight, and he – chose a way to use them and it was the wrong way to use them. So yeah, you want to put this on Bob Melvin tonight, put it on Bob Melvin, but also don't not put it on Luis Garcia. Patman 0074. Thank you. Um, He says, I called as
0: soon as he was pulled with all my heart. I believe a five-year-old could have managed that game better. Garcia is absolutely a (coughs) no-go there. I have a four-year-old and he probably couldn't have, but I'll check back when he's five. He'd be like race car. (laughs) If Garcia is a no-go there, then you're kind of screwed. So, what are you supposed to do though after Waka? So, after Waka, you really, what are you thinking? You think Tim Hill's going three innings when, when Tim Hill gets on the mound in the seventh inning? I'm thinking one inning now. He happens to throw like a two pitch inning and then he throws another two pitch inning. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, well, he can start the ninth inning. But what are you thinking after six? Where are you turning in the eighth inning if Tim Hill gives you one inning? Where are you turning in the ninth inning if Tim Hill doesn't have his longest outing of his Padres career?
1: If if they weren't going to use Luis Garcia tonight, then why is he on the but roster?
0: The, like, right. You, he's, at best, the fifth option. Because three are down, you've already gone to Hill. You can't use him as your fifth option. Now, again, I'm not using him in the ninth inning either. I understand that point. I'd use him in the seventh inning. If Bob Melvin postgame says, oh, we're trying to get him some work. If you're trying to get him some work or get him right. Now, they said this about Hater last year in August, and they threw him in San Francisco. He got a save, and then he was lights out. But Hater's not Garcia, or
1: Garcia's not Hater. And, and I see people in the chat. What about Brent Honeywell?
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, we're grasping.
1: Yeah, it's... it's we're grasping. And if, and if Honeywell gave it up, then... then oh, I've s- heard about that. It gets the Rockies. Oh, well, why are you using him in a high leverage situation? Yep. And then it'd be the same thing. Why didn't you pitch Tim Hill three innings? <laughs> why didn't you go to Garcia? How could you pitch Honeywell over Garcia? The guy was a settlement. man. And then I'm going to look at Honeywell right now. Um, You know, he, he's been... He's been average over yeah, his well, last... I mean, why would you why would you games? pitch Brent Honeywell in the ninth inning? I mean, he's got a 4-2-6 ERA in his last 15 appearances. Yeah. No, so I mean, that's what he's got for, like, the year. It's not, like, the best. I just, you know, like I said, it felt coming into this game like a scheduled loss, and then it made it worse because of how well they played yeah, they up won. until the ninth inning with Soto going, uh, you know, getting two home runs and Waka pitching well. And then it bit them in the ass once again by not getting any hits with runners in scoring position and not, ha- not coming through in big-time situations with the best possible at ba- you know, batters up to do that. And they just didn't get it done again, 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 like this team has done throughout the entirety of the year.
0: Carlos, thank you again. He says Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Hill was pitching so well, you go with your gut. Horrible strategy. I mean, I'm with, I mean, again, in hindsight, of course, of course. But you got to remember, like, Tim Hill doesn't get up multiple times and throw multiple innings, and we have no idea what would have happened tonight (laughs) with Tim on the mound. I mean, we literally have no idea. Tim Hill has not been Josh Hader in his Padres career. He hasn't. He's had good stretches. He's had poor stretches. He's had good moments. He's had bad moments. He had a very good couple of innings tonight. I'm with you. Considering the hand that Bob Melvin was dealt, I'd pitch Hill in the ninth too, but I don't think it's so agree- – he didn't get outmaneuvered and yanked Josh Hader. You see, it's like, oh, you know what? We were going to use Hader there, but now they got the platoon advantage. Let me go to Hill. That didn't happen tonight. They yanked Hill for Garcia. I don't see that as some absurdly egregious decision other than the fact that Garcia's been bad and he's been out. But a year ago, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think anything of that.
1: But you know, this isn't a year ago either. Yeah, it just it feels like another loss that was just you know heartbreaking, crushing, and there's been too many of those this year. Way too many of those. And guess what? Now your two games still under 500. Um, they just remain to be like it just like they just remain to be unserious, even though they're playing better. Like for people that say, "Hey, they're playing good baseball. Why are you saying they suck?" I don't know. I never, first of all, I never said they suck. And second of all, or third of all, whatever, um, you actually need to be playing a lot better than they're playing right now. 15 and 11 in their last 26 games with the way they did the first two months of the year, ain't good enough. It just ain't. I agree. Jose,
0: thank you for your super. He says, I tweeted about Luis Garcia as he was warming up, that there was no way he's closing us out. I was right, but why not let Tim Hill finish the game? So everyone's thinking the same thing. I mean, we can talk about it, we like to say, until we're blue in the face. Let's just let's just agree here. Bob Melvin made the wrong decision in the top yes. of the ninth inning. That inherently, or that does not mean you should lose the game. Managers can make wrong decisions. They should be able to get bailed out by their players. As bad as Louis, let's say Luis Garcia, Jim is a nine ERA pitcher this year. That's the worst pitcher in baseball. There's no regular with an ERA over nine, right? Can we agree? Mm-hmm. If Luis Garcia comes on the mound with a nine ERA and a two run lead, he should win the game half the time. The Padres should win the game half the time. Mm -hmm. He should allow one run or fewer half the time, if not more than that. Whatever the math would say. My my point is like, I get it saying, hey, once Luis Garcia came on, we knew we're going to lose. I mean, he had a two-run lead.
2: I guarantee, if you throw that in
0: ten times, there's times he's going to actually preserve the lead. It might be ugly, Mm -hmm. but there's going to be times he preserves the lead. So we agree. Tim Hill should have pitched the ninth inning. I don't know if they win the game. If Tim Hill pitches the ninth inning, we can all go to we can put our head on the pillow tonight, pretend like the Padres won with Tim Hill pitching
1: in the right. ninth inning. That's fine. Yep. It's it's hindsight, is a you know this, you have no idea. No one will ever know because it will never be happening. Yeah, like it's the it easier just, thing to do. Yeah, he was good. So just keep him for the ninth inning.
0: And then what happens when Austin Slater rips a double off the right field wall? And then you put when Garcia in,
1: and then he gets it up there. It's like, well, we should have put Garcia in. We should have started
0: dealing with Garcia. Why would you leave mid against the righty, who's killed who's killed left-handed pitching and killed Tim Hill? He's in like 420 with like, against righties this year. You know? It's easy to manage when you don't manage. And I, listen, I'm the first one to say that. I'm the first one. And I am I think Bob Melvin takes a brunt of the responsibility tonight. But I'm not saying that his decision was so egregious that his job as manager has been compromised they should be fired yeah yeah exactly um okay real quick guys we're getting back to all the supers please subscribe if you're here we're gonna get to all the supers in a moment if you want to make sure you're heard tonight if you want to support the channel click the dollar sign below the chat box in addition to that we do need to remind you about our title sponsor mark nimitz i've been texting with all night long mark's a lot like everyone here tonight he's not thrilled with the way that bob melvin used his bullpen and the way this transpired late uh, Mark, thank you for your support of our channel since day one. If you have auto or home or renters or life or earthquake insurance needs, you have to go with the San Diegan, who's been a big-time supporter of our channel here in San Diego for multiple years now. We can't get this shit off the ground two years ago without Mark, and we can't do this night in and night out without your support each and every day live or on replay and without the support of our sponsors like Mark Nimitz. I've got homeowners, earthquake, and life insurance through Mark. He is such a good insurance agent. I had a claim in here in 2022, a flood. He took care of everything. I've been telling you guys about this recently. I would have had no clue where to get started. I sent him a text and he called me immediately and took care of everything and saved us all these hassles and saved us thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. Click the link in the description down below. If you want to get to his website, you can get free quotes online and he's going to save you $750 or more if you switch your insurance. So if it's a renewal, Get in contact with Mark Nimitz. He will save you money. If you're looking for information on a new policy, call Mark as well. well. Talk to you about the
1: Padres. We'll talk to you about your insurance. And thank you, Mark, for your support of our channel. Yeah, all this information always is above my head. i Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to Mark, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. All right, thank you, Mark. Let's get back here to the Supers.
0: Let me see where... We were. All right. Thank you, Circular, for the super. He says, Manny's ankle injury 100% needs surgery. can probably heal in two or three months. If he doesn't, he may do permanent damage, and his OPS will remain under 700. He's an ankle injury? I don't know. I don't don't know about that, Circular. He has an ankle injury? Are we talking about from a year ago? Because he had a 700 OPS plus after that ankle injury.
1: Right. This year, it's the hand. In the back, I would say. Look, he's had a really bad year. Spades a spade. Manny's sucked this season offensively. It is what it is. And he's gotta be better. He's gotta be a lot better. And right now he just isn't. And we are in the middle of June, almost in July. We're you know two weeks away. So you gotta be better. And if Manny's better for the final three months of this season and carries his team into the postseason, we'll all forget about the first three months of the year with Manny. But like at this point in time, that's the only option he has is to just carry this team and be better offensively for the remainder three months of the year and get them to the postseason. Cause if he doesn't, then you're going to also put a lot of blame on this season on Manny Machado.
0: Worst season of his career. No question about it. That doesn't mean it'll finish the worst season of his career, but through three months, by far the worst season of his career, Carlos. Thanks again, man. He says, especially with the right against Hill, Jim, um, um he pitched a whole inning versus worries that's not the issue luis
1: garcia has a 5.23 era before it tonight, was the matchup would you, like to res- would you like to reply to that well one it was the matchup two he's going into his third inning
2: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. Twenty-one plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington D.C.
1: Um, and Melvin, you know, made a mistake. Like Melvin yeah, I was think looking. It's fair melvin was looking at it like okay they just put up austin slater because he crushes tim hill and just does great against righties maybe he does great against righties i don't know if he crushes tim hill but i just looked it up two for four the homer four rbis so it's small sample size but two for four, the homer four rbis he sees him well so that's probably the first thought in your mind is okay they're putting up a guy that against tim hill sees him well also This year against lefties, he does really well against. uh, We have Garcia up in the bullpen. Do we necessarily want to use Garcia? No, but I'm going to go with the matchup here. I'm going to go righty on uh, righty on righty, even though I think they pinch hit for him. But then they turned him around. Exactly. They turned him around. around. So they they decided to go Garcia versus a lefty instead of Hill versus a righty who has really good numbers.
0: Right. They would have – well, again. he got got outmaneuvered twice – I'm he guessing did. when Melvin did. when Melvin goes to who the hell did he go to Garcia in the ninth, he probably thinks Slater stays in the game. To be honest, Slater's hitting 430. Who burns through a guy hitting 430? Again, it's a smaller sample size, so, but he did. All right, looking at the
1: the bottom of the ninth, it was Blake Sable.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and then you He's got hitting 250, guys.
0: but yeah. they wanted the platoon advantage, so they burned through Slater. And that might have worked to their advantage. If Slater stays up there, maybe Garcia throws strikes. I got no clue. And you got Mike Ostromsky, who you saw he did against the left. Oh, in the 10th inning. I have not right? even mentioned. dude, forget not the home run. I, I, I'll give you what I take more exception with. Oh, the one out Yeah, then pitching Garcia in the ninth inning. What I take way more exception with is the baseball strategy to face you i don't care if it's lefty on left you got a base open with one out he's done it multiple times this year both times they've come up on the wrong side of it you have to walk the batter to set up a double play and a force everywhere i don't and, care yeah. if you've got the best advantage in baseball history you got a better chance of getting out of the inning with the bases loaded than you do with second and third and one out and
1: by the way it was three one
0: walk him was it not three one i think the count was three and
1: one walk him let me check here i think it was uh, um yeah uh, wait hold on was it three one? Let me check. I, I can thought it was
0: maybe was it two not one. That's... Does someone know what the count was? It was three one. You you walk him. You don't even throw a pitch to him there. And then you have like the rookie. Up I don't care after if Barry that. Bonds is on deck. I'd rather pitch to someone with the bases loaded than second and third one out.
1: Yeah, it was three one. First base is open. Next batter is. Their rookie that they just called up, which his name is Luis yeah, Matos, 21 year old. You want to face Tremsky or Matos there. So yeah, again, the more you talk about this game, yeah. Put a lot exactly. put a lot of this on Bob Melvin for sure. Absolutely. But I'm not saying that it's not also Luis Garcia's fault. They're both to blame. And that can that can be the case here. You can blame two people. And you can't ask Ray Kerr.
0: Well, he, you know, he strikes lefties out. No, no, Ray Kerr. But give him the best situation to succeed. If you load the bases there, you're asking him for a ground ball. And you get a ground ball, you can get out of the inning. Second and third one out, you're, you're asking for trouble. And you're putting your infield in a tough spot. And you're putting Ray Kerr in a tough spot. Brady, thank you. He says, We will not win a World Series with Melvin. You could be right. Um, it's a possibility. That's not. <laughs> I mean, it's. Hey, who, it, it, who else? It's, who else? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's hard to
1: say that this is wrong. You might be 100 right, but I don't know if you're winning a, a World Series with Joe Torre. You want you want to go back to Jay Stingler? You want to go back to Andy Green? Do you think that like those guys have a better chance of taking this team to World Series than Bob Melvin, who took this team to an NLCS last year? Like, if you want Bruce Bochy, you're not the only one. But did Bochy didn't want to Bruce come Bochy. here? He said no, exactly. I want to deal with with, Mel- with Preller. And so then you got uh, a pretty damn good consolation prize in Bob Melvin who is wildly regarded as one of the best managers in baseball. And he's also not the guy who's signing the Luis Garcia's of the world and spending all this money on a top heavy roster and not giving him any bench depth and giving him no catching. Like, do you think that he's the one doing these or is it AJ Prowler? It goes all the way back to Prowler every single time.
0: That one, Homie's Garage, thank you. Good to uh, see you, by the way, the other day downtown at the Blind Borough. And thank you for the super yeah. chat. It says, Exen Garcia, let us down. Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah, I think that's fair.
1: Absolutely. Bogarts has also had a shit year, too. Uh, for the money that he's making, you you give me his stats without any picture, and you would, I would say that guy is a repl- like a, a bench player. He's like Hasan Kim. He's Hasan Kim. Without the defense. He's a
0: good defender, but he's not a house on Kim. Thank you, MVP Tatis, for the super chat. He says, one, one for seven Risp Two, go with who's hot, Hill. Three, now the bullpen is really fried. I don't know how that changes. Who cares? So what, they use Garcia and they use Carlton and Kerr. Uh, Four, Trent has to go now. Five, as Brad Pitt famously said, I don't care about lefty-righty matchup. Well, Bob Melvin does. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't agree with that at all. Now, you might agree with it when it comes to tim hill luis garcia but yeah and with three batter minimum it's been taken out of the game to some extent but you know i don't agree with that completely um he got out managed the ninth credit to gabe kapler
1: for burning a position player to get a pitcher out of the game credit to him yep i mean it's yeah not not a good year for anybody really on this padres team well, I don't know about that. Besides Tatis and Soto. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and Waka and. On Waka and Hater. Yeah. But you get my point. It's like, yeah, the collectively. the collectively the collectiveness of this team has not have a, had a good year overall.
0: Yeah, no, I agree completely. Uh, SGL Stevens, thank you for the Supers. This crushing loss. Thanks for being there. We are here for you guys. We appreciate the Supers. We appreciate you hanging out. Um, whether you're here live or on replay, you have to subscribe. We ask that you subscribe if you are a Padres fan. Um, let's continue on here. Why JD? Thank you. He says, "I'm sorry, but I bet on San Francisco win as soon as I saw Garcia coming in from the previous experience." Sigh. Feel bad, but won 500 plus 985 San Francisco live at the time. I, well, that's a crazy number. They shouldn't be ten to one down two runs. Jeez. Maybe they should. Maybe, maybe they, they should.
1: Did, maybe they didn't factor in that uh, Garcia it wasn't was available. Yeah,
0: exactly. Good point. Good point. Good for you to win the 500 bucks. <laughs> Good for you, JD? Man. end up on the wrong side of that um matt thank you for hanging out he says um what's the irc again uh i should know okay. what that means If i recall correctly
1: if i recall correctly there we if go If i
0: recall cor- correctly bud black had a problem with the bullpen too the difference is the payroll which magnifies these types of losses both are great managers in my opinion okay so matt calling Bob Melvin, a great manager tonight, where I think a lot of people here live on
1: replay may not agree with that. Um, well, I think he's saying the- overall, like not tonight specifically, but just like overall, if you take his body of work, he's a good manager.
0: I think he's a good manager. I think he's a good manager. I don't know if he's a great manager. I think he's a good manager. Um, but I will say this about all the money spent. You didn't spend it on Garcia, Hill, Carlton, Kerr. You know what I mean? That's the thing. That's where you get into when you get to Mm -hmm. the second half of your roster and a night like tonight, that's where you're relying on depth and guys to overperform. And that didn't happen. tonight. But you
1: also are spending all your money on Machado and Bogarts and they didn't perform either. So double sided there. Yes, you're you're not paying a lot of money to the guys that were in the biggest, biggest spots tonight on the mound. But on the flip side, the guys that were in the biggest spots in the batter's box who you're actually paying the most money to failed again miserably. Fair. And again,
0: I mean, yeah, no, it's fair. And again, these series can be tough on the road against San Francisco when they're playing the way they're playing is not going to eat. They're not going to score 10 runs a night in this series is my guess. Um, and they scored enough where they should have put themselves in a position to win, especially with Michael Waka on the mound. When they score four runs, Jim, we know they win. I mean, they were winning 90% of the time at least. Yeah. scoring four runs not tonight uh, Joshua thank you for the super he says what's up with Adrian Morahone? he's begun to maybe throw
1: has he not he's in the same boat as Drew Pomeranz for me you'll just he's just there but you'll never see him ow what'd you just do I hit my hand on my table <laughs> dude you're like Pomeranz. we're never gonna see you again I know it's my left hand too I'm out for the season guys <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, Morahone, can you count on him to be giving you anything re- like reliable innings this year? No, unfortunately. No, unfortunately, Joshua. But they, they got that situation with a number of pitchers. I mean, Suarez at this point—it's almost July. Is he going to be counted on this year? Mm-hmm. Meaningful innings? I hope so. Uh, Jeremy, thank you. Says Terry Francona, he has led vets to win the chip, but he's managing. What if, I mean, I, I get. Or if you want to argue. If there are better managers in baseball, I would agree completely. Um, I'll give you I'll give you three right now. I'll give you three in the division. Lavello, freaking Roberts, Kapler. So that's why I would say he's not a great manager. I think he's a solid manager, and I think he does better with his group than he does in-game. Would you disagree with that, Jim, that um, any of the three managers I just said are worse managers than whatever the hell his name is, Bob Melvin? They're worse. Yeah, as in, do you think that Dave Roberts is a worse manager than Bob Melvin? There's no way you can say yes. No. Okay, do you think that Gabe Kapler is a worse manager than Bob Melvin? No. Do you think Tori Lavello is a worse manager than Bob Melvin?
1: No. So What about Bud Black?
0: And then there's Bud Black. Do you think he's a worse manager? Maybe you think he's a comparable Man. So can we really say that Bob Melvin is a great manager when the division has managers just as good, if not better, than him?
1: And that's one division. The the difference though now with Bob Melvin compared to the past with Andy Green and Jay Singler is that when Andy Green and Jay Singler were here, it was Padres manager's bottom of the list. Sure. Now you're middle. Now it's like you can make an argument for Bob Melvin at times, and, and hey, look at last year. You would after last season, you would have said Bob Melvin's the best manager in the division, right? In in the division? After last year, yeah. Yeah, after they beat the Dodgers in the postseason, sure. Yeah. So, you know, it it's a weird thing here. Is like yeah. they're, they're they're not doing well this year. So now you're gonna say Bob Melvin is the third best manager in the division, the fourth best manager in the division after they just went to the NLCS in this post offseason, you said that he was the best manager in the division. Sure. So it's interchangeable, right, with how they're doing, but I would say still, like Bob Melvin's on par, you know, with every other manager there for sure. No, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. You don't think he's on par with them? No, I don't. Even with this history?
0: As taking the A's to I mean, maybe his maybe previously, but I think today, I think it would be it would be really hard to make an argument that Bob Melvin's a better manager than Dave Roberts, Gabe Kaplan or Tori Lovello. I mean
1: I mean, it would. I mean, I think with a level of bias, I can do it. So what has Tori Lovello done that Bob Melvin hasn't?
0: Well, I'm talking about today. I'm talking about today. and I mean, Tori Lovello hasn't managed. Here's the thing that that Tori Lovello hasn't
1: had the chance to do. He's never managed the $200 million payroll, ever. Yet he's got a team. So just because there's 60 games in the season, you're saying that Bob Melvin's worse than them? Well, I'm using my eyes. And I said it last year. In the postseason. I think with
0: a different manager, the Padres could have won more games in the National League Championship Series last year. And I said in the regular season, too. So I think it, he mismanages his bullpen.
1: So just because Gabe he's Kapler
0: had... was a manager of a 107 win team. Are we going to say right. that he was a worse manager last year because they didn't win 107 games? Are I mean are did are you?
1: No, I'm saying Gabe Kapler's a better manager than Bob Melvin. Well then I'll use your your logic that Gabe Kapler last year was a worse manager than Bob Melvin. No, I'm saying that we
0: need to use all of the data available to us, and the data today suggests to me that when you get into in, if we're using in-game decision making as the number one way to judge managers, you can't put Bob Melvin above any of these guys. Dave Roberts has been heavily crucified and vilified for his decision making process with his bullpens. Yet, how many man, how many World Series has he managed in? So, are going to what are we going to use against so him that they've lost a World Series? But Bob Melvin hasn't even managed a World Series well Bob Mel well Dave Roberts has also been given a way better roster than Bob Melvin, okay, but I mean, from a payroll perspective right now the last three years are very similar are they
1: not let me, let me ask you this if Bob Melvin was the manager of the Dodgers, do you think that the Dodgers are better right now or worse right now? If Bob
0: Melvin was the manager
1: of the Dodgers with the whole organization I've been watching I've been watching well, the Dodgers are still better than the Padres now are they as good as they were last year? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. They're so far behind where they were last year.
0: Um I could see the Dodgers being worse with with Bob Melvin as a manager. Really?
1: Yeah. You, so if Bob Melvin was the manager of the Giants, you think that they're worse?
0: Um, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen Nate game winning streak out of a Bob Melvin coach team. Have you?
1: Uh not with the Padres, but yeah. in his career, yes.
0: Have you seen a hundred and seven win team from Bob Melvin in his career? I haven't. You've seen a high 98, 97 win team. Yeah. I'm, Jim, I'm telling you, man, you I'm. know what I'm saying is accurate. What I'm saying is he's not a better manager than anyone I just rattled off. And if you want to tell me Tori Lovello is not as good of a manager as Bob Melvin because he had the horse crap young team of the Diamondbacks the last three years and they stuck with him when they won 50 games, now they're going to win 95. That's more of a credit to Lovello than the opposite.
1: I'm just looking at Bob Melvin's career, and he's had a way better career than every single one of those people except for Dave Roberts.
0: Okay, but he's also had a longer career. Gapler's in his – I mean, how long has he been a manager? Eight years. Melvin's 20-plus. Okay. Okay. lovello has been a manager for under 10 years. Bud Black has been a veteran manager, but Bud Black has done well with what he's been provided with. I don't think he's really done any – I mean, has Bud Black really performed – Poorly compared to Bob Melvin in his career as a manager, considering what he's been given, I wouldn't say that. I would say he's performed very similarly.
1: Okay, <laughs> I don't think
0: so, but okay. <laughs> Who? I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't know. We again, I'm not firing Bob Melvin either. I don't think. I don't think Andy Green's a better manager. I don't think Jace Tingler is a better manager. I think it's a big upgrade, and I think what he means in the clubhouse has value, and I think it works for a veteran team that needed credibility but is he like this missing piece what we heard the day they signed him as managers you're getting the best manager in baseball i think that is a fallacy
1: okay well i'll also say this is that didn't we say at the time if, a, if when jace tingler got let go you know we all said he needed to happen yep and we said look or maybe i said if this team can't get over the hump with this next manager like that's a player thing that's that is a player thing all day long because if if this guy can't do it, then nobody can fucking do it. Disagree. Okay. Preller. Well, yeah, no shit. is the fucking problem. He's the, well, the so, end all so, deal. Don't tell, so it's not the man. Don't
0: say if this manager can't get it done, it's the players when ultimately it's the general manager. Well, that it's the
1: players that are put into place by Preller. So then it's both of them. I just Let's think the I just think Bob Melvin's a, a good manager, and that at times, you know, the way he manages um, bites him in the ass. But I don't think that he is worse than Tori Lovello or worse than Gabe. Kapler. But he's not better. But he's not better. That's what I, that's how I
0: phrased it to you. you you're going to die on the hill that he's a better manager than Gabe Kapler.
1: Um, I'm going to die on the hill of that. He has had a better career than Gabe Kapler. Yeah, but he's managed for twenty years, right? And he has won. Let's see here. He's no, won don't uh, do that. the most it's games. It's not going to be better than Kapler. I mean, who cares? So he's puto- puto- took the hundred yeah, and seven wins. Yeah, and he's taken teams to the NLCS two times. He's taken a team to the ALCS. And Gabe Kapler for the hundred and seven wins. For the hundred and seven wins that Gabe Kapler had, couldn't even get out of the first fucking round. He lost to the Dodgers in the NLDS.
0: It's so what? The Dodgers lost last year to the Padres. You're going to pretend like the Dodgers had a bad year? We can position it that way. And the Padres know,
1: beat the yeah. and the Padres beat a Dodgers team that had a better season than the team that beat the Giants two years previous. And guess so. and guess why they beat the Dodgers? Not because of
0: their manager. You remember how critical we are we were of some of the pitching decisions he made against
1: the Dodgers? They won in spite of those decisions be honest. Well, he, well, there's a couple yes, but at the same time you have to still say that, <laughs> you know, Bob Melvin gets some credit there or no, you're just not giving him any credit. Like when the no, players he, do well, it's no credit no, to Melvin. Because, when, when Melvin fucks up, it's all
0: Melvin's fault. The short series. I'm not going to blame him for the like the whole A's run of like the 2010s and why they didn't win in the postseason. but I'm also not going to give him credit because he had Josh Hader closing out the ninth inning when he's rolling and Jake Cronenworth coming through with some big hit. Like
1: okay.
0: you hate Bob Melvin. It's fine all right let me get to uh i don't for whatever reason i just felt i mean you think about it, you, you you like you think about it and i don't even know the other 25 managers in baseball but if i if i it, looked at all 30 managers in baseball there's no way he's better than the top 15 there's here, just no here's
1: way. here's how i view this and we'll move on after this is that i've seen and you've seen like the shit that this team has had for manager for the last decade okay that's fair and, that's fair and, and that's now that now that we get the not we, but I, I hate that fucking thing. Now that they get a massive upgrade at manager, we're just gonna just say that like, you know what I mean? Like it's just after what Padres fans have seen here from managers who should not have been managers and guys that were way out of their league and guys that you've never heard of before. And now you go to a guy who's been a multiple time manager of the year, has taken teams to the CS's, has won division after division after division. And now we're just going to say this guy fucking sucks. I'm not saying he sucks, but I'm saying he's not. I think we were,
0: and I <clears> agree, we have to move on or we'll be here for five hours. I just thought, and maybe I, I took the line, like hook, line, and sinker. I, like, I bought into it. We were sold the bill of goods that they were getting as good of a manager as there is in baseball. While their manager is a significant upgrade from the manager they had previously, if I look at the 30 managers in baseball, which I'm doing now and I'm not going to run through them all, I could make an easy argument for 15 of these managers to be of the same ilk, if not better, than Bob Melvin. And you could too if you looked at the managers on the list, guys like A.J. Hinch and Dusty Baker and go across the, the entire – and Kevin Cash, okay? You could too
1: if you looked at this list, you know? So well, that's all I'm saying. For being real here, the the manager isn't really the biggest problem with this team, but that's just my you know. –
0: No, I agree with that, too. I agree with that, too. If they had a better Uh,
1: relationship with the GM, it might be better.
0: Potentially. All right, Aura, thank you guys for your support of this channel. Guys, if you are here, please support our partners. Mark Nimitz of Farmers Insurance, our friends over at Aura. Organic. Will, their co-founder, is a huge Padres fan. He is a San Diegan. He's got a great company with plant-based nutritional products, whether it is probiotics, which I take every single day. My wife does as well for digestion, whether it's proteins for after workouts. Look at Jim. He's gotten huge because of Aura (laughs) pre-workout supplements. They have omega-3 oils as well. If you were taking a fish oil, you can take the plant-based omega-3 oil from our friends over at Aura. Click the link in the description down below. You can find all of their products, ORA.organic. They've got sleep pills. They have immunity pills. They have something for everyone. If you're looking to get healthier, If you want to support this channel, if you want to support a local business, check out our friends at Aura, O-R-A dot organic.
1: Yeah, go there right now. Check out uh, all their supplements. Get some uh, supplements to help support uh, Will at Aura, the co-founder of Aura. Lifelong Padres fan, just has a newborn. Um, They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. It's all plant-based. It's all organic. www.ora.organic. Pick up some other supplements, and uh, you'll thank us later. By the way, we only got there there because of this. Terry Francona, he has led vets to win the chip. I'm like, well, you can't have
0: Terry, but whatever. And I'll give you another manager that I would take, Terry Francona. Uh, Jared, thank you. He says, you can blame Bob. Why not have one of the three available? He's talking about the relievers. I'm not blaming Bob Melvin at all for that. None. None of my criticism on Bob Melvin has to do with those three guys that were down tonight. It has nothing to do with Bob Melvin. No. Uh, Arthur, thank you. Stubborn Bogarts and that wrist of his need to go on the IL. He's not a threat to play.
1: Thoughts on that? It's not great. It's not ideal that uh, his wrist is hurting and bothering him this much this year after he just signed a $280 million contract. Correct. I don't think he needs to go on the IL. It's just uh, – worrisome it is very worrisome will this is very generous thanks
0: man sorry we're so behind on these supers it's been such a good conversation people are frustrated with the way the team played here tonight losing in extras he says with the bullpen thin tonight you got to ride with our best pitcher so far waka dude is a horse you got to give him the seventh lugo should go back to the pen to provide another right-handed pitcher go get another starting arm at the deadline how many pitches did he throw tonight 93. You could start an inning, but
1: we've been concerned about his pitch, his, uh, you know, his innings limit that could come up. Yeah. Do you want to burn another inning high leverage over 100 pitches now? Or do you want to wait for that later in the season? It's, it's, it's tough. They're in a tough situation with Walker because he's been amazing and his innings are going to get up there very quickly. And he has not pitched over 130 innings in like seven years. Right, and he's already at eighty. Yes, you're right. That's the situation. If there's a night
0: you're gonna do it because you're thin. Yeah, I I get the point. Will I really do? HBVV, thank you. Says Garcia and Bob, better fly (laughs) spirit and stay with Mania. That's hilarious. Yeah, thank you, HBVV. John, thank you. He says Bomel needs to go. Said it before. He's a terrible in-game manager. Thirty-five and thirty-seven for this team. Downright, it's the most embarrassing team. I think he's probably saying Padres history, but what about that, Jim? Just real quick, on Melvin, because everyone always says every night Melvin's got to go, and we always defend him to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. But don't. What I'm saying is he's somewhere in between, from the like, hey, this is a great manager, to hey,
1: he's got to go. Like he's, a, isn't he's the a truth g- somewhere in the middle. Right. He's a good manager. He's not a great manager. He's a good manager. He's not a bad manager. He's a good manager, and good managers you have you everyone has to agree with this in the chat even good managers fuck up i agree with that even great managers i agree you know they they fuck up less than good managers do but you know bob melvin has he fucked up in his time in san diego absolutely has he been better than every other manager this team has had since bud black absolutely absolutely
0: Did you know, by the way, Tim Hill has never thrown more than two innings in a major league appearance? Ever.
1: I do now. And that also is another reason why he did not pitch a third. And Slater against left-handed
0: pitching this year is 15 for 30. Is that good? So, you know, again, oh. he's really – that that's a classic Kapler. The reason I really credit the move, especially with hindsight, is that is a let me just put the damn chips in. I got the losing hand. I got fewer chips. I'm down 4-2. I'm just going to throw them on the table. How do you react to it? Are you going to fold your hand or not? And that's what Melvin did. He said, you know what? Let me be safe here. Mm-hmm. Let me play the numbers. I'm not going to play my gut. Let me
1: play the numbers. Yeah. And, and, you know, the reason why Kapler is a, is a good manager – is because of the system and support system he has around
0: him. That's if, fair. I I buy it. But but that support system ain't unless you're talking about his staff. You're talking about his
1: coaching staff or his front office. Both. Okay. That's and fair. You, you put Gabe Kapler in Bob Melvin's seat, and, and then you he put does look Bob like the same manager. It does not look like the same manager. You put Bob Melvin in Kapler's seat. That's fair. Then he's a completely different manager. That's very, because, f- that's very fair.
0: I will give you that. I'll completely give you that. If you want to sit that's fair, that's completely fair. Uh, John, thank you. He says goes back to pitching weathers instead of Darvish. Organizate that's blame AJ. Yeah. Blame you know? the analytics department. Blame and AJ. You might be. John, you might be. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying blame the people that are making the Bob Melvin doesn't walk in like, hmm, who should I pitch tomorrow? He's thinking right. about how to maximize his team in the clubhouse. Whoever's pitching, then go figure it out. But he's not like, who should I pitch tomorrow? It has nothing to do with him. Right.
1: Nothing. And, and you and you know how much better the analytic department was in Oakland than it is here in San Diego. Okay. Also and, fair. And Bob Melvin has said that like when he first got here, he goes, oh, man, I'm a little, I'm kind of surprised about, I forget exactly what he said, but he was saying that he was surprised about the analytic department here, how it's not as robust as it was in Oakland and look how well he did. in Oakland. No, see, that's, see,
0: that's where a point maybe I didn't, then that's a fair point. I think maybe your best point I'm, or maybe a point I'm missing in the whole manager Mm -hmm. conversation is maybe managers get propped up based on everything. that's And I'm not talking about their play. Everyone knows you have a good team. You have a good manager. I mean, Joe Torrey was a good manager because he had Derek Jeter and everyone else Mm -hmm. surrounding him. But you get propped up by the surrounding parts, pitching coaches, hitting coaches, bench coaches, front offices, analytics departments. And that is
1: that's a very good point. And, and uh, managers aren't empty suits. I'll also say that. For anybody, yeah, I agree. Manager's I an empty think. suit. It's not even close. And I completely agree with that. I do. And I think you can be really
0: um taken advantage of. I mean, you can see it on a night like tonight. One manager looks good and one looks bad. Now it's not the whole season. We said that. I'm not saying it's the whole season. It's just I've seen a lot of examples of curious in-game decisions and maybe that's more in the Padres organization than it is on Bob Melvin uh Rocket thank you Rocket says another point the bat should be better Xander please take the rest buddy you are clearly not 100 stop putting him in the cleanup spot I mean is Xander Xander hurt still I guess he's gonna be hurt like all year though so I don't know what you can do with Xander I mean I really I don't know what you can do with Machado I don't know what you can do with guys that aren't 100% um carson thank you <laughs> exactly sanchez had some nice picks p.s i blame bowmel yeah i mean there was a wild pitch in there it was not good dude garcia any... was
1: all <laughs> he over was the terrible. fucking place
0: dude he was so bad and again time. that's not on melvin that he sucked he just happened to turn to him and then he sucked <laughs> um james thank you he says today sucked at least the blink 182 concert was fire where was that is that a Pachanga? Wasn't it Pachanka? I think it was. I think it might have been Pachanka. I think it yeah. was. That's really cool, James. Glad you enjoyed that. Very nice. Uh, uh, Luis, thank you. Um, we can't see super stickers, but thank you for your support of the channel. That it. means a thank lot. You. Luis, thank you again, by the way, uh, for another very generous super chat. And then let's get to John here. It says Melvin can't coach a team full of superstars. He's good with teams of no expectations, no pressure. With pressure, he can't. Tingler was not much worse. What do you make of that argument in general that he's never had to manage a team with this kind of? I don't know, star power slash payroll that,
1: I mean, payroll is one thing, yes, but uh, talent-wise, he's had some fucking damn good teams. He's had good young talent. I mean, you look at some of those A's teams and where they are now and where they were in their careers, like, I mean, Sean Murphy, Matt Olson, Josh Donaldson, I mean, you, just, you name it, right? They, they mm-hmm. had a really good fucking team in Oakland yeah no i agree a lot of good talent there so
0: no i agree with that um guys listen if you're looking for a place to play fantasy sports you need to do so with our friends at underdog fantasy they've got this brand new contest going on right now the seventh inning stretch we can draft your major league baseball team and they take care of everything else after the draft you just draft no waivers no trades no nothing they'll set your line of and every week $7 to enter 150 grand in prizes sign up between now and July 14th at underdogfantasy.com or on the underdog fantasy app and here's the deal use promo code podswrap padswrap and get a 100% deposit match up to $100 again promo code podswrap padswrap get a 100% deposit match up to $100
1: we Did should we save some it? for tomorrow.
0: We'll save, yeah, we'll save more of this for tomorrow on the radio. Please join us tomorrow at 3 p.m. John and Jim. Much more on this. Um, I started the show by saying I wasn't going to hold Bob Melvin fully accountable. <laughs> I don't think he should lose his job, and I still feel that way. But the more I think about it, the more this is a tough one. I mean, if you're going to put a game on someone, I understand putting this game on Bob Melvin. Um, and I also understand Jim's point. You got to hit with running in scoring position. Luis Garcia's got to be better. Uh, but this is a tough night for Bob Melvin. It's a tough mm-hmm. night. Um, okay. Please subscribe. You're on Padres content for you. You got to subscribe if you're here. We're here for you. Basically every single night, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you're here on replay, we appreciate the super. Thanks really do. Uh, if you're able to do that. Also, thank you to our partners, Mark Nimitz at farmers insurance, our title sponsor, click the link in the description down below. Aura, O-R-A, O-R-A dot organic. Will, thank you for your support of our channel. Click the link in the description down below if you're looking to get healthier. Underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P and get a 100% deposit match up to $100, and our brand new partner, mlbshop.com. Click the link. It's pinned in the chat right now. Free shipping on all Padres orders over $24 going on right now. They've got deals going on right now at mlbshop.com. Just click the link pinned in the top of the chat. Free shipping going on right now for all of your Padres orders. All right, Padres fall in extras to the Giants 10-4. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 on the radio tomorrow night right here on The Wrap-Up Show. Peace.